On today's show, the Department of Justice indicted Volkswagen's former CEO for his role in the diesel scandal. GM is using AI and 3D printing to make cars a lot lighter. And dealers respond to critics who say they don't know how to sell electric cars. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the automotive industry. Former Volkswagen CEO Martin Winterkorn was charged by the U.S. Department of Justice for conspiracy and wire fraud in his role in the automaker's diesel emission scandal. The DOJ says he found out about the cheating in May of 2014 and again in July of 2015, but did nothing to stop it. Winterkorn is the ninth VW executive or manager who's been charged by the U.S. Two of them are currently serving time in jail. The others are hiding out in Germany. And here's our AutoLine insight. This has got to be very embarrassing to people who work in the German legal system. Once again, it takes American courts to get to the bottom of the scandal. Now we'll have to see if Germany extradites top-level executives who perpetuated this fraud or just lets them go scot-free. We've got Ferrari's latest financial numbers and it just set a record for the quarter. It sold 2,128 cars in the first three months of the year. That's up 6% from a year ago. The increases were driven by V12 models. Sales of V8 models were flat. The company generated 831 million euros, up only 1%, but that was partly dragged down by foreign exchange as the euro strengthened against the dollar and the pound sterling. EBIT came in at 210 million euros, up nearly 20%, while net income was up the same amount, coming to 149 million euros. Interestingly, Ferrari spent less money on R&D for Formula One, but that was offset by spending more on R&D for hybrid versions of its production cars. And it earned 149 million euros for the sponsorship and payments it gets from F1, including all the money it earns selling t-shirts, hats, and watches. Just a few years ago, the Brazilian economy collapsed, sending car sales into a tailspin. There were even rumors that Ford might even drop out of the Brazilian market because it was losing money. But the economy is starting to recover there, and car sales are now soaring. Wards Auto reports that nearly 210,000 light vehicles were sold in Brazil in April, up almost 38% compared to a year ago. For the year, sales are up more than 20%, and this is terrific news for the Brazilian auto industry. General Motors has come up with an amazing way to cut the weight of cars, and that is coming up next. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. And by Borg Warner, propulsion solutions that support a clean, energy-efficient world. General Motors is taking a unique approach to the way it designs and manufactures parts. It teamed up with the software company Autodesk to test out what it calls generative design technology. Designers just have to plug in what they want the part to weigh, how strong it should be, what material they want to make it out of, and how it will be assembled. The system then uses cloud computing and artificial intelligence 
to quickly generate different part designs. The user then picks the design that best fits his needs. GM sees even more potential that can be unlocked when paired with 3D printing. For example, it took a seat bracket made out of eight different pieces and, after running it through Autodesk's software, cut it down to a single part that's 40% lighter and 20% stronger. And that means we're going to see a lot more weight taken out of cars simply by using more computing power. You know, Michigan's become something of a haven for testing autonomous cars, and now Toyota is joining the mix. It's going to open its own autonomous vehicle test facility in October near the Ohio border. The 1.75-mile closed-course test track will include congested urban environments, slick surfaces, and a four-lane divided highway with high-speed entrance and exit ramps. As we said, there are a number of other places in Michigan that Toyota could have turned to, but it's clear the automaker doesn't want anyone else catching wind of what it's up to. Critics say that car dealers don't do a good job of selling electric cars. Coming up next, we'll tell you what the dealers say. At Bridgestone, our engineers want to help make sure you're not stuck on the side of the road. Our revolutionary drive guard tires are engineered to take a puncture and drive up to 50 miles. Ready to go. Watch our latest Archer demo at BridgestoneTire.com. Electric cars make up a tiny fraction of the overall market. Part of the reason, according to EV advocates, is that dealers don't do a good job of training their sales staff to sell EVs. Well, on AutoLine this week, we're joined by car dealers, and here's their take on that criticism. We sell what the customer wants, and what the, and what, and the customer wants a, a car, we'll sell them. I don't care if it's electric or if whatever the powertrain might be. And then um, it's, it, has to be, it has to be affordable. I think dealers do a great job. I mean, it, would, it doesn't matter to us whether you buy an electric car. Maybe on the service side it might matter a little bit. But, um, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter much to us, and we're not trying to inhibit um, the development of electric. I don't think we have, I would like to tell you we have the ability or the power to do that. We, we're not that powerful. <laughs> exactly. Tim, what do you say? You know, dealers are making a huge investment, not only in infrastructure, but a lot of dealers have, have invested in their people to, to train and educate uh, the lead salesperson on the EV. So we've got the number one niece, uh, leaf dealer in the country in Boulder, Colorado, and maybe it's because it's Boulder, Colorado, but, but they prepare for it. So they have a, a dedicated staff, a line of EVs, and, and uh, they sell them in, in volume there. Uh, the, the dealerships that have done that, and many have, they've taken that uh, market proactively. And in Colorado, they've got the, the boost from the government for the, for the incentive, and they do much better. Uh, NADA has a program, um, has a dealer education, drive education program on, on EVs. And we've actually taken education and training programs locally to dealers uh, to help them uh, inform their salespeople how to better prepare for the market. I don't buy that dealers don't want to sell EVs. It's, it couldn't be further from the truth. Because as you've heard here, dealers want to sell anything consumers want to buy. But um, there's what, what happens, we've got Toyota dealers that say, hey, I sell a lot of Corollas from for people that came in wanting to buy a Prius and have seen the price point difference. Chevy dealers have sold a lot of uh, Chevy Cruises from somebody coming in wanting to buy a Bolt or a Bolt because of the price differential. As the prices um, level out and where um, it's predicted to, that EVs will be as, uh, as affordable as the ICE, then it will be a much different market. 
For more about the role that dealers are going to play in the new world of mobility, you can watch that entire discussion right now on our website, Autoline.tv, or you can find it on our YouTube channel. But that's it for today, May the 4th. Be with you. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.